5: Listen to Uncanny
0: USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
5: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
4: What's up, Straight Fire fan? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, January 25th. It was a good Monday show. A lot of reaction. Uh, some laughs at the Girl Scout cookies. Hope you guys are ordering. Uh, would mean a lot to the wife. Uh, would mean a lot to the daughter. Would mean a lot to me. Uh, a lot of joy over the Rams pick. Apparently I made you guys a lot of money over the weekend. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um, this weekend will be a little tougher. I think you got to got to get a little bit exotic for NFL Conference Championship weekend. But there's actually some decent storylines here. Um, I'm not going to open with Anthony Davis possibly likely returning tonight to action. Um, We'll see. Obviously, Lakers could use him. Uh, Frank Vogel probably begging AD to return at this stage. Uh, LeBron's playing out of his mind. And you get AD back, and this team can easily salvage his road trip. It was a grueling road trip. And Lakers are back in business, you know, here for the final, the home stretch. If I could quickly, before we get to the NFL, because there's way better stuff in the NFL than the NBA, I just want to laugh at the Philadelphia 76ers. I have to laugh. Daryl Morey, who is clearly losing the battle um, in Philadelphia, they are now the sixth seed, I believe, in the East. And Joel Embiid, it sounds like he's not thrilled. He's working his butt off, and they're like basically treading water because they are down their second-best player. Yes, he's their second-best player. And Daryl Morey's taking heat, like, yo, what are we going to trade? What are we going to unload Ben? And Morey puts it out there through, I don't know, Shams or one of these other media guys that they are going to make a move on James Harden in the offseason. <laughs> yes, that's, that's the Sixers' game plan. They're going to try to trade for James Harden in the offseason. They're going to try to dump Ben Simmons on the Nets, in exchange for James Harden. That's the game plan. So, essentially, they're trying to checkmate Ben Simmons into capitulating and joining the team and playing. Not going to happen. And at the same time, they're trying to placate Embiid by saying, hey, 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 we're doing our best. Don't worry. Help us on the way next season. Embiid should see through this cunning ruse and call out Maury and really let this go to DEFCON 1. Because it's getting close. And that's Probably like your top three NBA story heading into February once the NFL winds down. But the NFL is still kicking. And I didn't know if I should lead with Aaron Rodgers leaving because uh, I think it's happening. You know that. I'll be driving that bus probably into a gutter <laughs> this offseason. Uh, the Sean Payton stuff. But I saw this. I don't know if a lot of podcasts are going to talk about it. I just, I, I as you guys could tell, I'm not a huge fan of Antonio Brown. I just think he's a grade-A knucklehead, a buffoon. I'm not going to sit here and call him any more names. I could easily. But essentially, Antonio Brown went on some podcast, and they were asked him, like, where do you want to go? And he said, oh, I want to play with Lamar Jackson. But he didn't float it like, I would love to be there and play with those guys uh, in Baltimore. He made it sound like the wheels were in motion, the confidence the way he said it, if you watch a video, he's like, Lamar Jackson. And you're just like, wait a minute, what? Lamar Jackson. And then you start digging around you're like, oh, they've worked out together. They're Miami, uh, Florida guys. Antonio Brown, Lamar Jackson have worked out with Hollywood Brown down in Florida in the offseason. And you start thinking like, you can see Antonio Brown planting that seed in Lamar's head. Man, they don't give you no wideouts. I mean, they drafted Bateman for you in the first I think it was first round, second round. They drafted Bateman for you. And they picked up Sammy Watkins in free agency. Um, yeah. Is that enough for you? Is that a, And you could just see Antonio Brown doing this. Um, I, I don't like it. I, I would hope and pray that Jim Harbaugh does not bite on this. But it is an interesting scenario when it's like, wait a minute. Lamar Jackson is the franchise quarterback. Lamar Jackson is certainly looking to get paid. The big criticism is Lamar Jackson had not been surrounded by enough talent. I personally think that's balderdash. Um, You can scoff at Devin Duvernay all you want. He's a solid, like, number three, four guy. J.K. Dobbins was hurt this past season. They splurged, as I said, on Watkins. Bateman uh, was a late first-round pick who was injured for part of it, but he showed well. I just I don't know why you want to bring that into your locker room. And it's weird because the culture in Baltimore has always been so heralded from Ozzie Newsome in the front office to Harbaugh uh, for the longest time, Joe Flacco. And it just, something reeks here. Like Antonio Brown is almost trying to get back at the Steelers and get back in good graces with somebody. And he knows 90% of the quarterbacks in this league want nothing to do with this clown. But I bet you he's going to try to parlay this Lamar Jackson friendship into a job with the Baltimore Ravens. That scares the hell out of me if I'm a Ravens fan. You know, may, uh, uh, Harbaugh, please don't let me down here and do something stupid. I, I think you would be lighting the future of the Ravens on fire if you added Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson's friend. I can say that right, Antonio Brown to this roster. But the bigger story is the uh, Aaron Rodgers situation, and. It is getting dicey in Green Bay. Obviously, the loss to the Packers was brutal. I put out a tweet that all these Packers folks hated. Oh, my gosh. Um, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre have now played 29 seasons together in Green Bay. They have two Super Bowls in 29 years. And then Eli Manning has played 15 seasons in New York. He has two Super Bowl rings. And it's funny because... Eli Manning has long been considered, ah, he's not great, he's he's not, a guy. He's not even a Hall of Famer, come on. He has two Super Bowl rings. Brett Favre and Rodgers, again, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, top 10 quarterbacks all time, I don't think anybody would argue. And they have two Super Bowl rings. I mean, yes, it is very, very hard to win a Super Bowl. I mean, come on. It is extremely challenging. I mean, both number one seeds got knocked out this year. Josh Allen had a historically great postseason, and because he lost a coin toss, he's got no chance. And I, I just I don't see why Aaron Rodgers is staying. And I know there's the whole rebuild argument, but what made this interesting on Monday was actually a buddy of mine, uh, Vic Choksky, who I got a job at Fox Sports, helped, helped him get added to our great gambling team. Uh, I had lunch with him last week out here in L.A., You know, he's a longtime Chicago guy and has some good contacts around the league. I mean, gambling together for a long time. He was with me at the big lead. He says that the next Broncos coach is going to be not Dan Quinn, which is what a bunch of people were saying last week, but it's going to be Nathaniel Hackett. Who? Offensive coordinator of the dun-dun-dun-dun Green Bay Packers. Now, I know a lot of people scoffed at this and said, "Ah, Nathaniel Hackett, what the hell has that guy done? Come on. He was nothing in Buffalo, nothing in Jacksonville. Are you kidding me? What's he done in Green Bay? This is all the Lafleur Rogers show. And I said in response, like, guys, you're looking at it the wrong way. This is not about Nathaniel Hackett, like some offensive mastermind or some great coach.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere.
5: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The the
4: Broncos must think that Hackett can be a gateway to Aaron Rodgers in Denver. And then where it gets super interesting is, remember, Devontae Adams had famously posted with Rodgers the last dance meme, remember Jordan and Pippen. And Scottie Pippen, he didn't hang around. He demanded a trade and got out of there. And you have to wonder... The Broncos have a lot of young talent. You wonder, can Nathaniel Hackett bring in Rodgers? Can Nathaniel Hackett then say, let's get Devontae Adams? Listen, that is way, way down the road. And it's three steps. First of all, they got to name Hackett the coaches this morning or soon. Dan Quinn apparently is in the mix uh, and was rumored to be the guy. But the Hackett domino would be the first to fall. And You know, uh, Mark Schloreth, a guy I work with at Fox, former offensive lineman, lineman, won some Super Bowl rings. He last year said that Rodgers was very close to going to Denver. Very close. So you start making these connections, and again, uh, do I think Nathaniel Hackett's some great coach? No. What do I know? There's going to be people who say he was born on third base because his dad is Paul Hackett, the longtime coach who was uh, with USC. He was at Pitt. Um, he's been, uh, coached with like six or seven of the best franchises in NFL history. He was with the Niners. He was with the Cowboys. he's with the Chiefs, the Jets. Come on, I just had to toss that in there. Uh, Tampa Bay Raiders. Like Paul Hackett's been everywhere, and his son is Nathaniel Hackett, who is the he's only forty two years old right now, OC of the of the uh, Packers. And it's this the analogy someone told me once. At you know, at, at Fox, I, I'm always thankful that since I've been there, you know, you on the TV set with former coaches, former GMs, and former players, and you just you become a sponge and you hear stuff and you learn. And one of the things someone had said about a coach's son was, at the dinner table, when this kid was eight, nine, ten, teenager, all they talk about is dad's job, which is football, and then the kids playing football, and it's like. If your dad's an accountant, maybe you're talking about accounting. Your dad's in computer science, maybe you're talking about computers. Your dad's a football coach, and you're moving all around the country while he's coaching football. What do you think's going on at the dinner table? And this is this is a kid, Nathaniel Hackett, who's just probably been a sponge around his dad. He's been there with a lot of teams. And I, I think this is an interesting move for the Denver Broncos. Like, if you were to ask me last week, give me a name. Nathaniel Hackett would not have been one. Now, you tell me. Maybe Nathaniel Hackett can deliver Aaron Rodgers coming off a brutal loss to the Niners, and all of a sudden, my ears kind of perk up. Kind of, sort of, interesting, no? I I, I don't think Rodgers stays, and I know people think this, oh, come on. He's got to rebuild in Denver. No, he doesn't. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady in New England they were gonna, on track to maybe be the number one seed. Then they fall back and lose that uh, week 17 at the time game to the Miami Dolphins. And lo and behold, the Patriots and Brady have to play in the first round. They lose to the Tennessee Titans, the game where the immortal Ryan Tannehill threw for 88 yards. And that was that for Brady. He's done. And he went to where did he, uh oh Tampa Bay that's right yeah he went to Tampa Bay a franchise that was floundering for years before Brady got there they had what many considered to be a great supporting cast right you had Mike Evans you had Godwin you had a pretty good defense with some players not great defense but the pieces were in place and then you get Tom Brady and boom it all comes together I know they kind of started slowly last year, and boom, Tom Brady carries his franchise to the Super Bowl. He was the missing piece, if you will. I know Bruce Arians wants to take a lot of credit. Fine. Uh, Todd Bowles, they they both were good. This is all about Tom Brady. And you have to wonder, in Denver, I know they've got a young roster, but man, and again, pro football focus is not the end-all, be-all. I, I do reference it a bunch because um, – I think there's some value in looking at how they do grading anything new and different and um, supplemental to what you're already doing is a win. Um, you look at this defense, like would you, you, you know, they traded away Von Miller, but like you've still got Bradley Chubb. I know he had kind of a rough season, the injuries, he didn't play a whole heck of a lot, but uh, you got certain who had a very good rookie year. You got a good secondary. You got superstar in Simmons in the back end of the secondary. You got good linebackers. And then, you know, on offense, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I've got Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. And I've got Javante Williams in the backfield. And I've got Melvin Gordon. And I got a good tight end in Noah Fant. Like, this team, offensively, is... I, I don't want to say they're Tampa Bay Part part Deux. Because I like to say Part Deux. But Fant and the uh, tight end Albert O. I'll just leave it at Albert O. Like, obviously, nobody's saying that that's uh, O.J. Howard. By the way, he's really never delivered in the pros... Um, or, or Cameron Brate and Gronk, but Fant and Albert O, when you give them uh, Aaron Rodgers, hello, there, there's a prospect there. Uh, K.J. Hamler, the speed burner. Uh, Tim Patrick is a good receiver. I mean, I mean, no, I don't think Judy and Sutton are quite uh, Mike Evans and Godwin. No, they're not there, but can they be, a, if they were a top 15 when healthy wide receiver combo, can they jump to top six or seven when you add Aaron Rodgers? You're sure as hell they can. And KJ Hamler. I'm just telling you guys, Rodgers going to Denver would have a whiff of Brady in Tampa. Now, yes, Tom Brady obviously is the GOAT. Nobody's comparing those two. Aaron Rodgers has had numerous um, postseason failures. One of my favorites being, I said it, I think, on yesterday's pod, Aaron Rodgers has never won without Mike McCarthy, which is factual, but... You know, still a little silly. And you just got to wonder, like, can Rodgers pull that off? Does he have the cojones to go to Denver? I personally think it makes a whole lot of sense. Um, I hope it happens because, you know, drama is good for the league. Change is good for the league. Um, I, I, I think that's probably your number one storyline. I'm not buying the Tom Brady. Well, I got to talk to the wife and see what she says. I mean, Brady just threw for, what, 5,400 yards, led the league. And they were basically the favorite or the second favorite to win the Super Bowl for much of the season. And then injuries kind of derailed them. Like, this idea that Brady's going to retire, I think, is absolute balderdash. I'm not, I, I don't even think it really warrants um, being uh, m- much of a talking point. You know, I, I think the NFL would love it if, man, we got four teams. Like, what's the national interest level in Joe Burrow? Good story, but does the average fan care? Is your mom texting you? Who is this Joe Burrow guy? No, but your mom knows Brady. Your mom knows Aaron Rodgers. These guys are stalwarts. They've been around forever. And on the other side, it's like Jimmy Garoppolo, that handsome guy who's not that good. Like, get Jimmy Garoppolo in the Bachelor in the offseason, you know? That'll bolster his Q rating. Matt Stafford, uh, a career loser basically in Detroit, despite being a great quarterback
1: Go to tirerack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's tirerack.com slash Colin. Tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge.
5: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: The storylines aren't incredible for the league. Obviously, the games were divisional round weekend. But if you can string out this whole Brady drama, quote-unquote drama, then yeah, the league would love that. There's your storyline for the dead week before the Super Bowl. You know, the, the the week in between the conference championships and the Super Bowl. There's your drama. What's Tom Brady going to do? And drama number two, Aaron Rodgers. And you know what's behind door number three? Russell Wilson. Coming on strong. At some point, it's happening. Russell Wilson's going to chirp up. Somebody's going to leak something. And boom. You've got three of the, I don't know what, six most popular quarterbacks in the league. All of a sudden, upset and on the move. Now, I... It it, like the NFL cannot wait for this stuff to go down. I mean, personally, I'm fascinated. Um, I think the final uh, NFL topic is is the Sean Payton story, which I don't know where it originated, but all of a sudden it's like, oh, the Saints are in salary cap hell and Sean Payton may not return. Maybe he just goes to TV instead of coaching and then waits for a year and then resurfaces. Huh. We know he has a relationship with Jerry Jones do Jerry and Steven say yeah let's run it back with McCarthy and if it don't work we'll bounce him and we'll bring in Sean Payton who was hanging out for a year at Fox or NBC or CBS or um nobody really hangs out at CBS uh Fox or ESPN or like you can do you can play that game if you're Sean Payton right and i mean i i would i think we'd all agree like there's a reckoning coming to this Saints' salary cap. This idea that Sean Payton can bring in Rodgers, that feels like an absolute joke. Uh, what are they, $500 million over the cap? Like, come on. Uh, Michael Thomas does not want to play there. They've got big, big problems salary cap-wise, head coach-wise. I don't know what you guys want to do, a quarterback with the whole, oh, well, wait a minute. Uh, is it going to be Taysom Hill? Is it going to be... Uh, What's his face? Uh, Jameis Winston? Like, who is going to be the starting quarterback? There's just so many questions in New Orleans. It almost makes sense for Peyton to be like, you know what? I'm going to take a gap year, if you will. And um, we'll see what happens after that. But I think I'm going to do a soft retirement. And then he comes back in Dallas Uh, two years from now. I don't know what Dallas is going to be with the Dak Prescott situation. But um, I don't know. It just feels like a... Uh, a fun off-season story. Sean Payton and, and the coaching prospects are uh, like when Nathaniel Hackett is one of the guys getting a job. You know, it's like, oh, is he is he great or is this? Oh, because he can get Aaron Rodgers. Oh, got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so what's the excuse for Todd Bowles? What's the excuse for... Um, who's, uh, well, Brian Dable does not need an excuse. Somebody needs to hire him. Uh, Dan Quinn, what's his excuse? Why, why are we hiring him? Is there really nobody better? Again, I'm not... Totally crapping on the the Cowboys defense, but like, I don't, I didn't see anything from Dan Quinn that was like, oh man, we got to We got to bring this guy in for an interview. Um, and this idea that Brian Flores might go to Houston. Okay, fine. Nobody else wants to go to Houston. So, so the NFL just has so much fun percolating, um, that it's probably going to push the NBA storylines back to February. I I don't know. I mean, maybe they can Vogel. I can't imagine it. AD returning is big. Um, I I think the NBA is just going to kind of have to wait its turn. You guys know I like the NBA. I I know there's a bunch of haters out there. We got a a bunch of people who are like, NBA bowing to China and all this nonsense. I'm just like, guys, (laughs) seriously, if Steph Curry's playing, there's a good chance I'm watching. If LeBron's playing, there's a good chance I'm watching. That doesn't mean on a Monday after a weekend where I just watched way too much football, you know, am I checking out Suns Jazz last night? Not really. Am I watching the Bulls beat the Thunder? No, I'm not. But for instance, later tonight, we have a good one. Lakers Nets. Now there's no uh Kevin Durant, but you got LeBron, you got James Harden, you've got maybe Anthony Davis like yeah, I'm going to be watching that. I'm going to monitor the Joel Embiid and of course, I'm going to monitor this Draymond Green injury. And oh, by the way, we also get Luka Doncic for Steph Curry. Like guys, this is a g- NBA has a good product. Don't get all wrapped up in this off-the-field or off-the-court nonsense. Enjoy the drama just like you're enjoying the NFL drama. All right, guys, that's it for me today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a
2: road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny, USA.